The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the, fest, for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents were unaware of this. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine favor and in divine and human favor. This is the gospel of the Lord. Good morning. It is an honor to be with you all this morning. Uh, my name is Hannah, and I am the director of GRACES. Uh, for those of you that don't know about GRACES, uh, GRACES stands for Guatemalan Relief Assistance for Children's Educational Services. And uh, we fund educational projects in Guatemala, primarily a school called Escuela Integrada de Niños Trabajadores. Um, and this church has had quite the history uh, with our organization, and so we are just so blessed to be able to continue our uh, partnership and our relationship together. Um, and the mission of GRACES is to provide holistic educational opportunities through physical, emotional, and spiritual support. So these are the three areas um, that we really focus on. Uh, for children living in extreme poverty in Guatemala. And generational poverty is something that has truly plagued so many of the families in Guatemala. And there's a very long history of why that is, but just kind of a summary, um, it is a lot in due to the Guatemala's 30-year-long civil war that just ended in the 90s. Uh, and just to give some context of what that looks like today uh, for our organization, um, the most of the families that we work make on average uh, $231 a month. And so I'm sure many of you can think of a bill that you have uh, that costs that much. So really, holistic education for these families um, is a true gift and not something that they take for granted. And just to give you a little information about myself, um, I'm originally from Spokane, Washington. And I went on a mission trip as a teenager uh, and served at Escuela Integrada. And that was my first mission trip experience when I was 17 years old. And I kept on going back to volunteer uh, over the years and then eventually moved there uh, in 2011 when I was 22 years old. Um, and 
It's kind of a long and complicated story, but uh, in 2013, the organization that was previously funding uh, Escuela Integrada had dissolved, um, and so I uh, was, at, during that time, I was helping to start the sponsorship program and um, teaching English, uh, and during that time, Escuela Integrada was basically left without funding. And this is when uh, Paula Boland and many other members of this congregation and other congregations um, throughout the United States uh, came together and formed Graces. So like I said, this church has really had a long history um, with our organization. Um, and so during that time, I managed the sponsorship program. Um, and then I also worked with our vision trips for several years and then became the director uh, in 2019, right before COVID. And just to talk a little bit more about Escuela Integrada, because Escuela Integrada is really the reason that Graces exists, because Graces was formed as a way to be able to provide funding for Escuela Integrada. Um, the full name is Escuela Integrada de Niños Trabajadores. Okay, everyone repeat after me. Just joking. Um, and this name means integrated school for the working children. And so this school was started 20 years ago. So they just celebrated their 20th uh, anniversary this year. And it was started as a way to provide accessible education to students who were working, working on the streets, um, selling candy, uh, working on buses, just doing different jobs. Um, and it's really incredible because since then, the school has seen hundreds of graduates and they have truly impacted the community in so many ways. Um, the school is all Guatemalan run. Um, and it's really cool to see how they, uh, these graduates, you know, have then gone on to break that cycle of generational poverty. And I've had the privilege of being able to see this up close. Um, and it's just so beautiful to see how the school has affected not only the lives of the students, but also of their families as well. Um, there's a little girl um, that comes to my mind. Well, she's not so little anymore, but she was in kindergarten um, at Escuela Integrada her first year. Um, and I'm going to read a quote uh, that her mother, Piedad, had wrote earlier this year. She said, I am completely grateful to Escuela Integrada. Approximately 10 years ago, they welcomed my daughter Desiree with open arms so that she could study. At the time, I was a single mother and the situation was very difficult for me. Despite the fact that I worked, I did not have enough resources to be able to give her a quality education, but she was able to receive this education. These past 10 years at Escuela Integrada, my dream has been that she becomes a professional and that she manages to get ahead with better opportunities. Escuela Integrada is a great educational institution where she has received knowledge from teachers who are excellent and who will lead her to fulfill her dreams. I am sure that God, that it was God who led me to Escuela Integrada, since they are good people with big hearts who have supported my daughter 100% during these past 10 years. They not only gave us education, but food, and they have given us tools to facilitate learning. We have enjoyed many other benefits of which I never thought to have, among them an ecological stove, which was very helpful to me during the pandemic. I used it to make food and to, to sell to be able to cover some of the expenses at home. Additionally, I was given the opportunity 
for my other daughter to enter the kindergarten class. And I see the progress that she has had and the love that her teacher gives her. A thousand thanks to Escuela Integrada, as well as Graces, for all the support that you have given us at all times and for always thinking of my family. I have known Desiree and her mother um, since Desiree started uh, at the school 10 years ago. And so I've been able to, uh, to kind of watch. And her mother, Piedad, is about the same age as me. So it's been cool to be able to watch how um, this mother has struggled, but also just the commitment that she has to giving her daughter an education because she knows how valuable it is. And she wants that cycle of poverty to be broken. Uh, and now, um, during like these past 10 years, she has, Piedad has married um, a wonderful man and they have two uh, other children as well. And Desiree is now in her last year at Escuela Integrada, so she's gonna graduate in November. And she's the valedictorian of her class and she loves to dance. She's amazing, an amazing ballerina. And something that her mother, uh, really worked hard at having her um, be able to, or having her be able to participate in ballet classes, not something that is, you know, very normal for um, a single mother in poverty uh, to be able to do. Um, but she was very committed. I actually watched uh, uh, one of her dance recitals um, a few months back and um, she was just wearing this beautiful dress and her mother was just so happy and saying how she remembers in the beginning how she would hand sew all of uh, her daughter's um, dance uh, recital uh, outfits. Um, and Desiree also, um, I also just watched her uh, perform a poem. Um, it was a presentation at the school. This was actually just a few days ago because uh, September 15th, um, Guatemala celebrates their Independence Day. And as I watched her, uh, recite this poem, she did it with such confidence and strength. And so being able to watch this little girl uh, just become this capable woman, woman is truly um, a privilege. Being able to see her blossom, um, it really reminds me of God's goodness and that overcoming generational poverty is possible. Um, these children, these beloved children of God, they are meant to grow in wisdom and stature and favor with God and men, just as Jesus did. They really just need to be given the opportunity to do so and the tools. And what I think is really great about this is that we can see what that collective work means. Um, it involves all of us, but ultimately it's God um, that's making it happen. Um, Pastor Jody had asked me if there was a verse I wanted uh, to read in the service, 1 Corinthians 3, 5 through 9. Um, it's really been one that I have reflected on a lot this past year. Um, I'm going to read it again real quick. It says, What after all is Apollos? What is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned to each his task, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes it grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, 
and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. And Paul wrote this at a time when the church in Corinth was having issues. They were kind of taking sides, saying like, no, I'm going to go with Apollos. I'm going to go with Paul. And Paul is telling them, no, we all have our roles. Um, We all have a part to play. Those roles might look different, um, but they are all of the same purpose. Um, and that is to serve God. And God the one is the one that makes, um, he's the one that makes things happen. And I am able to look at this um, as an example of our organization. Uh, we have, in Guatemala, we have the students. We have their families, um, like Pia Dad, who work hard to provide all that they can for their children. Um, parents who walk miles each morning and each afternoon to take their kids to school. Fathers who work long hours under the sun to be able to provide for their children. And mothers who literally hand wash loads of laundry uh, every day uh, to ensure that their children have clean clothes. And then we have the staff at the school. We have the teachers who they're pouring into the lives of the students daily, um, teaching them, loving them. Um, the cooks that get there before everyone else does at the school so that they can make breakfast and then lunch for the kids. Uh, The security guard who makes sure that the kids are safe. Uh, The administrators that are the ones that have to make the tough decisions um, for the good of the organization. Um, And then there is us. There's all of us. Um, All of us at Grace's and all of you in this church um, who through your, even though you're miles away, through your donations, the donations of this church. I know a lot of you sponsor children as well. Um, But this is what makes it possible for the school to have teachers, to have cooks, to have a security guard uh, and administrators. And they're all able to receive their salary um, due to your donations. And the students are able to receive breakfast and lunch each day because of donations as well. And so this is a really cool picture because we are all co-laborers with Christ and with others. And ultimately, Escuela Integrada is his school. It's in his hands. Um, And he's the one that has made it grow. Students like Desiree are the ones that are overcoming generational poverty. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Um, And this ripple effect will continue to future generations. And this is God's work, and we're all able to be a part of it. And God's not calling us just to sit idly back. He's asking us to join him. And how awesome is that, that the creator of all of the universe is asking us to join him. There's no role that is less important than another role. Um, The donations are needed to buy the food. Um, And then we have... Nancy Shirley, who's our operations manager at Grace's, and she's the one that physically will take checks to the bank or make the wire transfers to the school. And then there's the school administrators who are able to take that money and then buy the food. And then, of course, the cooks that um, are needed to prepare it. And God designed it this way so that we could all work together uh, to accomplish his mission. Um, And I'm just so grateful for this church, for you guys, for our long-standing relationship and partnership, and just the faithfulness uh, of this congregation. 
um, has been just a blessing uh, for our organization, for me, for our organization, for everyone there. So thank you guys. Um, thank you for all being a part of, of God's work. Uh, let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, um, I just want to thank you for this church, Father. I want to uh, pray for every person here, Lord, every congregant, um, that you would just call each person to their role, to what you um, have designed for them to do, Father. I just pray a special blessing over this church, Lord. I pray that you um, would just guide um, through these months, Lord. Thank you uh, for their service and just for their hearts, um, for their generosity, for um, the pillar that they are in this community and, and also around the world, Lord. Um, we just thank you that we are able to all be together, Lord, to all um, work together to accomplish your mission, Lord. Um, I just pray for grace and peace, Father, in your name. Amen. Thank you.